So every time you want to do something in your life which is going to hurt the other person, and that time simply ask yourself, can I be more compassionate at this point in time? Two young boys were sitting in the kitchen and their uh, mother made pancakes. So one was small, the other one was big. And the uh, younger one said, I'll have the big one. I'll have the bigger one. And the elder one said, no, I'll have the bigger one. And they started arguing, who's going to have the bigger pancake? And uh, so their names were Johnny and Pete. So mother said, listen, kids, do you know what God would do if he was in your shoes? He would give the bigger pancake to the other person. And Johnny said, Pete, you'll be Jesus tonight. <laughs> you play the God tonight. I'm happy to be a popper and I'll take the bigger one. <laughs> well, anyway, <clears throat> what I was saying that there is enough room for compassion in the world, in your everyday life. And compassion is not simply about, like I said, writing off everything you have in somebody else's name. It's some, sometimes just a small act of kindness. And that goes a long way. And it starts by giving respect to every single human being on the planet. You can be firm if you have employees and all that. Sometimes you have to get the job done. But doesn't mean you have to be condescending. Doesn't mean you have to speak in a demeaning sense. Doesn't mean you have to have misdemeanor. Even the waiters here, you know, they're just doing their job. Whether you call them with tum or up makes all the difference. Because where you stand can only be figured out from how you behave with those, A, who you don't even know, B, who are much less fortunate than you are. How your behavior is with the other person is the only way to know if you're compassionate or not. Talking about compassion, or singing prayers of compassion, or chanting, or attending meditation retreats, it's not really a compassionate act. <clears throat> your life should reflect, your conduct should reflect compassion. There was a, a father, and he had two sons. And one of the sons was, a good-for-nothing kind of son. He was always just getting on everybody's nerves, wasn't productive, wasn't really working. And one day, he just left home. And the younger one, who was really proactive, was always helping his father, was always doing stuff around the house, in the farm. He never got enough appreciation in his life. He always felt that his father appreciated the elder one more. And he always felt this lack of love from his father. And five years later, the elder one returns back. He comes back home. And the father goes, we are going to do a celebration tonight. 
this must be celebrated. And the younger one was really hurt. This is ridiculous, he said. In the past five years, you never celebrated a day with me. In the past five years, my birthdays, my anniversaries, or nothing was celebrated. And a son that gave you grief all his life comes back home and you want to celebrate. I feel quite left out. And I feel hurt, he said. And the father said, listen, son, you were always a good human being. But today, somebody who wasn't as good has come back. And if we don't celebrate, he will miss out the chance on living. I'm not celebrating out of sheer joy. I'm celebrating out of compassion. Because somebody has taken a U-turn. One person has decided to change in his life. And we must extend every assistance that we may to help that person change. When you are all hunky-dory, you don't really need any help at that time. Life's doing good, you're doing great, and you can just take care of yourself. It's when you're down, that's when you need help. It's when you're telling people, go away, but deep within you want them to be there. You don't want them to go away, but you don't want them to give you advice either. You just want them around with a sense of understanding that yes, you're going through a hard time. And it's easy to walk away at that time anyway. But it's when you stick around in the matter, in the manner that they want. That's compassion. So compassion is knowing, one, what the other person wants or needs, and B, trying your best to provide that. If you do that selflessly, one day they will come around. And compassion truly is the fastest path to evolve yourself spiritually. If you don't want to bother with meditation, if you don't want to go through all the rigors and stuff of various exercises, breathing and all that, you just Practice compassion and that will just be enough. Trust me, try it any day. You all have gone through the feeling of making somebody feel good and feeling great in the process. That's something only compassion can give you and there is no meditation without compassion. And you can also meditate on any of the virtues that we will be talking about, including compassion. You can meditate on compassion. You can just sit in your posture or anywhere else and think of somebody who gave you grief and let go of that person from your heart, from your mind. Let go of the hard feelings. Forgive that person. You say to that person in your mind, from this moment on, I'm not going to hold you responsible for what happened in my life. I'm setting you free. I have no more hard feelings against you. The other person may not even know. 
just like they may not know that you have hard feelings against them. But you will feel lighter and you will become a better person for sure. You know, they say angels always fly. That's because angels are light. They're not carrying any baggage, you know, of emotions. So let go whatever gives you grief. And I read this quote once, anger is punishing yourself for the mistake of the other person. You know, why do you want to punish yourself and feel bad just because somebody else did something wrong? You have the right to happiness. And it begins with compassion. And we meditate so that we can be compassionate. And the more compassionate you are, the better will be your meditation. So forgive all those who you can't change, which is pretty much everybody. So <laughs> forgive them. Don't hold on to what they did in the past. Should you continue to let them do the same thing to you now? No. Like I said earlier, you talk to them. You tell them this is what you need and you negotiate. And if that's not possible, you can't leave and you can't negotiate because they won't listen, then you have to turn totally inward and find a way to peace within you. If you can't leave them and you cannot negotiate because they don't want to listen at all, then you have to find your own peace inside you. But still, having negative feelings or hatred will not help. At any rate, this should be avoided. These are like salt in a dessert. It only feels good in the main course. Keep your dessert sweet, you know. Don't put salt in that.